going on, everybody? How you doing? Hope everybody's having a great Monday so far, and I hope your football teams won this past Sunday. Well, unless you're a Cowboys fan, then I hope you hope you lost. You know me. I don't care about your football team. But other than that, um, I hope your football team won. I know mine did. It was a definitely a nail-biter, as always, in Washington fashion. Always giving me a heart attack throughout the week. But definitely repping the Terry McLaurin today. But anyways, I hope you guys are having a good week so far. Hope uh, work isn't too stressful and things of that nature. And if it is, then I pray you just have some peace and that you have a great rest of the week. So actually, today is the start of something new, the rebrand. We're now the equip, Equipped the Podcast. Equipped the Podcast. That's the new brand now. The theme is Stay Ready So You Want to Get Ready. And the whole purpose of Equipped is, you know, through our life with Christ, uh, there's different things that we have to go through. There's different things that we struggle with. There's different topics and things that happen in this world that we need to be equipped to be able to handle it, right? So no matter what the topic is, no matter what's going on, as believers in Christ, we need to be equipped and be ready for whatever life has to offer, whatever life has, you know, to face us. So the whole point of this podcast is really to equip, you know? It's based off Ephesians 4.12, where, you know, Paul's talking to Ephesians, and he's talking about uh, the areas of ministry that are used to help equip the saints, like uh, evangelists, prophets, teachers, pastors, stuff like that. And in verse 12, he's talking about to equip the saints for, you know, good work and stuff like that. So the whole point of this is to equip believers for good work and to you know, help spread the gospel, help be able to handle challenging questions, to defend the faith, everything you name it. So it's equipped the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. All righty. So today I have an interesting topic, um, episode 49. So this episode is going to be about can men and women have platonic friendships? Platonic friendships, okay? And the reason why I came up with this topic is because something that happened about, I think about two weeks ago, I don't know if anybody's aware, there's a pastor, his name is um, Matt Chandler, and uh, so pretty much long story short, he had to take like a leave, leave of absence or like a little break from his lead pastorship role because him and a female that's in his congregation, they had a relation, well, a friendship, you know what I'm saying, and they were communicating through IG DMs. They were communicating through IG DMs. So pretty much, uh, I guess it, I don't, it wasn't anything romantic, as they say, or sexual or anything like that. But um, one of the, another female from the congregation uh, knew about it and pretty much brought it to his attention and said that, you know, Pretty much, this is kind of inappropriate, or there's a boundary being crossed. So, big ups to Matt Chandler because, you know, he has a big follow, big congregation, all this and that, you know. And he easily could have just been like, nah, like, what are you talking about? It's me. Like, I'm not technically doing anything wrong or anything like that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm good. I don't need to listen to you. But he listened to her. He actually was like, you know what? Let me go to my elders and see if there's something I'm missing or maybe there's something is going on. He brought it to his elders and, you know, they let him know what was going on. Uh, and you know, his wife knew about the DM and him and his wife, I mean, him, his, uh, Matt Chandler and this woman was doing, uh, also the woman that he was contacting with her husband knew about the messages. And I guess the elders see that it was, 
inappropriate, I guess, the relationship was. Maybe it was inappropriate jokes or how and or or really how often maybe they were DMing each other, like because they were talk all the time through the DMs, you know what I'm saying? All the times that he's a married man and stuff like that. So he had to take a leave of absence because that. And honestly, big ups to your elders, because there's a lot of uh pastors and like I feel like their elders at their church want to hold them accountable in this way. And big ups to honestly Matt Chandler for listening to her because he easily could have just said forget her and brought it to his elders to see if there was a blind spot that he might have been missing. So that's a, actually a huge example for how pastors in the church should operate and how elders should operate. You know, that's how the original, when the church started, that's how it was supposed to operate with, pull out, with the, I can't never say the word, but anyways, with a whole bunch of leaders, right? It was never supposed to be one person, like the CEO, he's the boss, everything he says goes, there needs to be a mutual accountability for everybody. So shout out to the elders, shout out for Matt Chandler for doing that. So pretty much, he had to take a leave of absence for that. Uh, people were, and then a huge, you know, debate kind of sprung up, with, which is, can men and women have actual genuine platonic friendships, right? And it's a huge topic because some people think you can't. Some people think you can. Some people think you can't unless you don't find it. I mean, you can as long as you don't find the other person attractive. Uh, like, so this is actually a good question to have. Like, can men and women actually just be friends? Is it inappropriate for a guy to always be contacting another female all the time as a friend? Uh, especially if you're a married man or someone that's engaged or someone that's in a relationship, right? Like, is that inappropriate? Like, we're going to talk about some stuff like that because... I feel like it's pros and cons to both. It's pros and cons to both sides. I guess on whatever side of the coin that you that you uh, are on, because for some people who say it isn't appropriate for men and women to be in platonic friendships, because there's some reasons. Like for instance, like eventually, might it could start out genuinely as friends, and then eventually, when you spend so much time together, right, you might start developing feelings for one another. Either one person has feelings for the next person, or the next person has the feelings for the other person. And the first controversy can come up is like, for instance, someone out of the pair might actually see them as a friend, which the other person might not over time. So eventually, either the person catches feelings and starts flirting in a way they never did before, or they actually come out and say it, and the other person might not feel the same, and it could ruin the whole friendship and everything that you guys have to stop talking because it's awkward because this person only sees you as a friend. Or, right, or on the same token, y'all both can eventually find each other attractive. And then a lot of times, and there's actually, um, so I, I see someone else, someone else post a, a, a video on this, of this guy, and he actually has statistics about this. And I'm talking about this is from a non, like, I don't know if this is from a non, like, faith study or not. But it was for a secular study, and he was pretty much talking about uh, the statistics about men and women and friendships. Have they been sexually active? Uh on the first date, do women prefer to have sex versus men and stuff like that? So, like, and the, and the video was actually dope. I'm, I'm actually mad. I just thought about it now. I might pull it up later. I don't know. I might pull it up later if I do another episode of this. But anyways, so pretty much on this video, he was just talking about statistics about men and women being different. Men and women are different. Even though we have mutual, like, we have mutual IQs. We're smart. We have all these same stuff. We have, a lot of us, we're, we're the same in a lot of different ways. But also, at the end of the day, God created us differently though we have different desires we have different needs and we were created for each other so eventually you might create the desire that woman or that man for different reasons 
right? So he was even talking about how, like, and especially once you become sexually active with your friend or your best friend and stuff like that, it, it creates even more complications in your relationships, especially once you become more romantic or, or once you become more romantic one time, then, I mean, it's pretty much a, a, a wrap after that point, right? Um, there is a lot of risk and problems that men and women relationships can definitely, you know, can definitely break. Um, and especially, let's just say, in a relationship type of way. You know what I'm saying? If you're in a relationship or you're in a marriage or stuff like that. Um, how's your partner going to think about you spending so much time with this man or this woman? Like, how how they feel about you, you know, talking to another man or to another woman this way? For like, and even honestly, and sometimes it's like, even the argument is, you know, we were friends before we were together and stuff like that. We were friends. Uh, yeah. And I get that. But you still should be showing them more attention than your own spouse. Like, that could be a problem. Right. And then eventually, let's say you and your spouse are fighting. You go over to their house, you're hitting them up, they let us hang out. And then before you know it, and then a lot of times when we're low, when we're depressed, when we're going through heartbreak and all this different stuff, we're more acceptable to these romantic type of flings and what nice dance can come about from all this stuff. I mean, just being real, a lot of stuff can happen, right? Even someone you might be really, really cool. You could have been best friends with this person for a long time, but in your mind, you might have always thought they was attractive. And one day they might give you the green light and you will actually take it. I've seen it, I've witnessed this happen. <laughs> even in my own like friend groups and stuff like that right it happens it can happen right and then from the other token you have well you guys you know we can still be friends you know like i like me and my friend like we don't even think about each other like this and we can spend time and, and, and you know it's all friendship based and we help each other out with our relationships and there's nothing going on and nothing wrong and, and stuff like that you know and my girlfriend or my boyfriend or my husband and wife, they even met them and we hung out together and stuff like that. Uh, like, I don't see anything wrong with it. Like, we've never done anything. We don't look at each other that way. Like, they can look at my phone. They can look at our conversations. Like, it's not a big deal to us. Like, they, they know where we're at. It's, you know, things of that nature, right? And to me, I feel like, in my opinion, because I know some people are just like, no, you shouldn't have really any opposite female, like, opposite sex friends. And then, yeah, some people like it's not that big of a deal. Now, for me, like I'm in a relationship right now, right? Um, and I do have a lot of like female friends I'm, I'm actually cool with and friends with before my 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 girlfriend right now. But I will like I will say this, and I think it's very because you know the Bible doesn't really specifically talk about this type of dating and stuff like that. But there's still things we can learn, and I'm gonna talk about some verses in a few minutes. But to me, I feel like it's not a problem having female friends. I think boundaries is huge. I think you have to have boundaries, right? Boundaries. I feel like when you're in a relationship, it's kind of easier to have boundaries versus when you're single because you're not, you don't have any, you know, you're not really committed to anybody. So it's a lot harder, you know, to have boundaries when you're single, when you're kind of looking for another person to meet with and stuff like that and more out and more liable to cross certain lines of boundaries because you're single. Like when you're in a relationship, it, it should be, I mean, I'm not saying it's, the temptation that things won't be there and the feelings can't develop. But if you set those boundaries with your spouse and you don't DM this person every single day or you don't go over this person's house without your wife or girlfriend being there, just y'all two being alone. Like if you just do those two things alone, it can help set proper boundaries so no feelings get attached, no possibilities can happen, you know, things of that nature. And 
even in like relationships in marriage, we can get sloppy if we let certain things slide. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't take it seriously. We don't think nothing can happen. But you never know what can happen. You know what I'm saying? We, we're we emotional. We have feelings and stuff like that. And you never know at a certain time in your life where you have emotional connection with somebody that you might have been friends forever. And then like you all of a sudden it's like, wow, like, i never seen this person this way before. I think I like them. I think I want to be with them. You know what I'm saying? This is our own flesh even like lying to us. So I think setting proper boundaries, you know, it's key. And especially if you're single, which is a lot harder when you're more out there, more outside, if you will. Uh, I think it's a lot harder to set those boundaries because you are single. And I think we can take some of these verses that I'm about to read and let's start applying some of these like stuff. And I'm going to talk about some wisdom verses, some verses that can help us have wisdom in our everyday life. So the first one I want to talk about is uh, James chapter 3, 17. Let me share my screen real quick. Uh, hold on, make sure I'm doing this properly. Uh, yeah, okay. All right, so let's talk to James. So James 3.17, James says, But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy, good fruits, impartial, and sincere. Okay? All right, so when you look at this verse, right, when you look at this verse, when you think about James, right? James says, But wisdom from above is first pure. So he's pretty much talking about wisdom from God, is pure so godly wisdom is what we always should be seeking if you're believe, like when you're a believer in christ right when you're applying to your everyday life godly wisdom is pure be pure thoughts nothing lustful nothing like nothing ill content is always pure right pure righteous if you will righteous even though we all can't be automatically righteous we're going to be righteous through jesus but is our best chance to make sure it's pure. We have pure thoughts, pure intentions, righteous thoughts, righteous intentions, right? Then it says be peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and all these other different things, right? So wisdom from heaven, having heavenly wisdom is to be righteous, have a pure heart, pure spirit, being genuine, actually thinking. So when you're in your everyday life and you see this relationship, right, this friendship, when you're having certain conversations, or even before that, you need to be making sure that you're having pure thoughts, making sure that we're having godly wisdom because it comes from God, and make sure it's pure, make sure it's righteous, you know, make sure it's peaceful, making sure we're doing these checks and balances, okay? Because remember, I want I posted I said this verse merely because it's pure. Anything that's God is going to be pure and righteous. So our decision making has to be pure and righteous as possible. Right. So that's all that should be the standard right there when it comes to our decision making. It comes from God. Right. And it has to be is righteous and pure throughout everything. Right. And then now let's look at Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. All right. Let me share this real quick. All right. So now. So Paul says to the church of Ephesians, look carefully. Then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of time because the days are evil. So, so it's really, really important in this chapter, okay, right? And the theme of this chapter in chapter five is to walk in love, right? So he's talking to the, 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 the other Christians and the church in Ephesians about walking in love with one another, right? 
avoiding certain sins, to not be deceived, deceived, making sure we're walking in love with one another, right? And then Paul is saying, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise. So look carefully how our walk is going. Have a discernment on how our walk is going, right? Asking God for that discernment and wisdom of how our walk is going. Making sure this friendship that we're in, that's platonic, how we've been walking, right? Like, have we been talking way too much? Then I'm talking to my spouse. Am I starting to share things with her, her or him versus my own spouse or the person that I'm with, right? Am I doing that? Is that being wise, right? But we have to make sure we're making best use of our time because days are evil. It's evil stuff out here, right? Even in our own flesh, our own sinful desires, it's evil. So we have to make sure we are walking carefully. Make sure we're doing stuff carefully. Me as a single, like, I'm not saying I'm single, but if you're a single person, is me being alone with my friend at night smart? Especially if you find them attractive. If you find them attractive, is it smart to be by themselves, right? And you went out, y'all had some drinks and stuff like that, and you go hanging out by yourself. Is that a wise thing? Is it a wise thing to be getting lit with your friend, with your friend that's from the opposite sex, and then hanging out at their place at night? Is that wise? No, it's not. It's not wise. You're putting yourself in a bad situation. Look how carefully that you're walking, right? Be careful with that. Make use, make best use of the time that we are walking because the enemy's out there. It's a spiritual welfare every single day, right? It's about flesh and spirit, right? That's what it's about every single day. So we have to make sure we're looking carefully as we're walking. Making sure that we are being loving, especially if this is another person in Christ. So making sure we're taking, we're being very careful with our walk. And then the last one is Galatians 5, chapter 5, 13, where Paul says, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love to serve one another. Okay? So now we are free in Christ, meaning that we are not bound to our sins anymore. Right? Because at first we were before Jesus. Okay? Because of the punishment of sin, we were slaves to our sin. Right? We could never be freed from our sins. But Jesus, that's what he did when he that's one of the things he did when he died on the cross for us. He freed us from the power of sin. So now we can be forgiven. Now we go to Jesus with everything and our sins are are forgiven because it's something that we always are gonna do. And now we do have freedom. Now there's going to be different times in your life where it seems like you're still bound by your sin or still can't get over certain things, right? But that's where Jesus comes in. That's where he frees us, right? And he's saying don't use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. So if you, you know, your believer in Christ, don't use this opportunity. Well, you know, we could do this or, you know what, let's, let's we could try some things, it's, right? Or, you know what, I could bend these boundaries a little bit because I know Jesus is going to forgive me. That No. The whole point is to strive to be like Christ, to not put ourselves in these positions, to not use as a get-out-of-jail-free card, no, because that's not what it is. That's abusing the grace that God has given us. So we cannot do that. So we have to be smarter about our freedom and how Christ gave us that gave us the grace and that gift of our freedom, right? So don't use your freedom as, 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 an, as an opportunity to be out here wilding. And give it more opportunities for you to cave into your flesh and sinful desires. But use that freedom 
to serve one another. So serving one another, especially, you know, as your brother and sister in Christ, to serve one another is not to put yourself in certain positions where you can fold or having a, a, a thought about how cute this person is or put yourself in a position where you might want to try something or premeditate, you know, premeditate what you want to do with this person or spend more time talking to this person than your own spouse or your own partner or your own girlfriend, right? Spending more time with this person, telling them secrets, telling them certain things, looking forward to each and every day talking to this person versus your actual spouse, right? That's the thing right there. And I think it's really important that we set these boundaries. We got to set these boundaries. It's really important for us to set boundaries because in my own estimation, I don't see nothing wrong with having platonic friendships, right? But we have to learn how to set boundaries and to protect ourselves because you can quickly form a romantic that leads to a sexual relationship, right? And especially if you have a partner, you're married and things of that nature, you can have a female friend, right? But have boundaries. Don't be texting them late at night. Don't be texting them all day, every day. You know, don't invite them over your house when your spouse isn't there and you two are just by yourself. Like, what does it look like? Like, honestly, you could be even not doing anything. Like, you can invite them over and honestly not be doing nothing. But you coming home. Like, imagine, okay, imagine, for instance, you're married in a relationship, right? You're married. No, no, imagine you're married, right? And you're at work. And you walk into the house and you see your husband or your wife with the opposite sex and they best friend and they all, you know, they're chill I mean, they're not even like hugged up chilling, but they're on the couch. Just a lot of the gang have a good old time without you being there. It's just, it's not a good look. It is not a good look. And we have to be smart about having these boundaries because it protects us. That's being wise. That's having pure wisdom that comes from God. And I think that's very, very important as we do live our lives because our lives is all about relationship. We were created to have relationships. That's how God made us. That's how God created us. But we have to be smart. In these friendships, in these platonic friendships, we got to be smart about that and not put ourselves in situations, right? And I think, honestly, also, I think it's important to be honest. Like, if you're in a friendship and you somehow got yourself wound up, I think you need to be honest with this person and say, you know, I need to have some boundaries and things like that because of the feelings you're developing. Because a lot of times we ignore the red flags. We ignore that we're attracted to them. We ignore this and that because we don't think it's a big deal. Because, you know what, I'll get over it or, you know, I'll never act on it or, or, or whatever the case may be. Or maybe it's because you want to. But later on down the line, you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt the person, your friend that you spent so much time with. Because once you get romantic, once sex gets involved with it, that's what's always going to complicate it. It is never going to be the same. That friendship would never be the same. So we got to protect ourselves. And a lot of friendships out here, especially in your teens, your 20s, even your 30s, can be ruined by sexual relationships. That's just honest. Just being honest. It happens all the time. Romantic relationships, center romantic type things, right? It even causes trouble in people's marriages. And that's all happens because we don't set proper boundaries. Set proper boundaries. Protect. Have, have someone help you hold yourself accountable, right? Hold yourself accountable. Start group chats where there's other people involved. So that way, not only you're not just texting one one another, but all the, also other people around you can see what you guys are communicating or talking, and they can help you out with the situation, or you're in your marriage or relationship. 
Hit up, let your wives or your, let your wives or your husband, your girlfriend, your boyfriend know what's going on. Be honest. Don't hide it. Say, is this too much? Say, are you comfortable with this? Say, you know what I'm saying? Like, make sure you're including them, right? And even, and even if, you're, if, you're, if, you, if your uh, significant other is even cool with it, you have to have the spiritual maturity to say, you know what? Even if they're cool with it, I'm going to set these proper boundaries to keep each other safe, right? You got to be smart like that because feelings can develop quickly. Things can happen in a blink of an eye. Man, you look, I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. We got to make sure we're equipping ourselves to set proper boundaries. And to be honest, you do whatever it takes sometimes. Do whatever it takes. If you got to stop talking to somebody for months. And we got to stop talking to someone less and less. Or if you just got to say, you know, that's it. To help save to help your spirit out, to help your relationships, future relationships out, to help what you got going on out, to help your marriage out or your relationships out with your boyfriend or girlfriend, you got to do what you got to do. But we need to be, you know, we need to be equipped and making sure we're making the right decisions. So in my opinion, I think it's fine to have platonic relationships, but you need to have boundaries, period. You need to have boundaries. Because even I know in my relationship, like, and me and my, like, my female relationship, like female friend relationships that I have, I have boundaries. Like I'll never, I don't talk to them like all the time through messaging. Like I'll hit them up every once, like every once in a while. It's not every single day. You know what I'm saying? I don't hang out alone at their cribs or anything by myself. And it's just them. You know what I'm saying? If we do hang out, we go out to public places and stuff like that. There'll be other people involved or my girlfriend comes. The things like that. You know what I'm saying? That's making sure we're taking that, making sure we're having those proper boundaries. You know what I'm saying? It's just the little stuff. The little stuff really, really matters. And making sure that we're trying our best to not put up. Because a lot of times, too, we we mess up because we put ourselves in situations that we don't have enough willpower to get out of. And that's the key. That's how we end up caving to our flesh all the time because we put ourselves in situations where it's hard of us to, to flee. Or to say no or to leave. So if we if we do our best to stop it at the root, which is at the beginning, which is not putting ourselves in these spaces, it will help us set proper boundaries and not put ourselves in a difficult situation where we could cave. We could, you know, fall through with that. So that's my opinion. Make sure we are setting boundaries, especially if you're in a relationship. But I only want to say especially if you're in a relationship. Especially if you're single too. Because when you're single, you have more freedom to wild out and to set yourself up. So make sure you're setting boundaries. Making sure you have someone that's helping you be accountable. Okay? Making sure we're asking God for wisdom. Making sure we're, ha- we're asking him for that wisdom because his wisdom always comes from a pure intention. His wisdom is always coming from, from a godly perspective, a righteous perspective. right? And we know what God's standard is versus ours. Right? We know what it is. So it's not rocket science. We know what it is. We just like to create create excuses or asterisks when we want to do something. We know what it is. It's just up to us that we're going to do the right steps to make sure we obey. And I also heard this, and I actually like to say it too. Until you marry whoever you marry and stuff like that, you got to look forward to whoever like you're in a relationship with, I mean your friendship with, this is your brother and sister in Christ. So if they're your brother and sister in Christ, you have to give them that same respect, that same honor, that same dignity. 
And you want you, you don't want to mistreat your brother and sister in Christ. You don't want to look at your brother and sister in Christ as a piece of meat. You don't want to look at your brother and sister in Christ as just one thing that you can use them for. You want to actually treat them like your brother and your sister in Christ. So, but yeah, that's all I got for you guys. So I hope you have a great week. This is another episode of Equip the Podcast. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. You know what it is. Have a great week. Peace.